Coming to you live from Studio 13 at Power Team Studios in beautiful Orlando, Florida, it's Crumb Shoes, the Crime Scene Kitchen Podcast. Welcome to the show. My name is Nick Perez. My name is Christine Perez. And we are huge, huge fans of Crime Scene Kitchen. We are the founding members of Power Team Studios. We're here in beautiful Studio 13, uh, the one of the greatest sound stages in, in Orlando, Florida, Absolutely. I must say. So many great things have been done here Yeah, like this. <laughs> uh, and also playing with Barbies. But <laughs> Oh my goodness, so much. We are, if you're listening to this, this is our first episode of what we hope is a long-running series. We hope there's 10 more seasons. I hope so. Of Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> at least, yeah. Of Crime Scene Kitchen. That's what we're here to talk about. That's what this podcast is going to be about. We are huge, huge fans. Um, And uh, if you don't know what that is, first of all, let us tell you what it is. It is a glorious show that first debuted in 2021. It had nine episodes. And it combines a baking competition series with... An escape room, right? Yes. And, like, there's nothing like it. Yeah. I think concept and execution-wise, it is the best competition reality show, or reality competition show, some might say, <laughs> that has come out of the United States. Yes. Now, Great British Bake Off definitely has its own place, and it's amazing. But Crime Scene Kitchen, we've seen a lot of cooking shows, and this is the greatest. When you said United States, I was like, wait, what's the copy out there? The oh, obvi- obviously. Yeah. Great British Bake Off. Which warrants its own podcast, which I'm sure we'll get to. Oh, we'll be doing that. But the reason, so if you're listening to this, if all has gone correctly on our end, you are hearing this for the first time on May 31st of 2023. And that is because the second season of Crime Scene Kitchen is premiering on June 7th of 2023. As we record this, we're only, this is less less than two weeks away from this. I'm sorry, June 5th? My dates are all wrong. We'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) um, This is how new we are, everyone. You can just tell me. Christine, like, wrote down. (laughs) I wrote it down. She wrote down June 5th. You You know. You I've been it. I've been an administrative worker before, so I know you write a note yeah. and you tell the person while they're on the conference call or whatever. Yeah, you can just it's okay. I've seen the office. Just, I know how to do it. You can it. just tell me. Yeah, we're... Uh, it's June fifth. Okay. <laughs> okay. But our podcast over the new season uh-huh. will come out on Wednesday, June seventh. That's, That's right. What That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay, my apologies. So show's going to be June fifth. We're going to be coming out uh, the Wednesday after uh, it airs every week all summer yes. uh, as it airs. But this first episode, we wanted to get a head start, let you know who we are and why we're excited about Crime Scene Kitchen. We This will be a spoiler-free episode for season one of Crime Scene Kitchen. We're going to talk broadly about the first season and a little bit about this upcoming season. But if you haven't seen season one yet of Crime Scene Kitchen, it's okay. You can listen to this episode. And then you've got a week. Get on Hulu. Go watch. Uh, go watch Crime Scene Kitchen uh, season one. It's only nine episodes, nine glorious episodes Ugh. of television. 
Uh, get caught up and then watch season two along with us because we're going to watch it right along with you. Uh, and we'll talk about it every Wednesday after the show going forward this summer of 2023. Very excited. You excited? I'm so excited. Yes. So, I'm sorry. I don't want to blow out the mic again. Yeah. Um, we are amateurs. We, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Um, but I will, like, you know, there are a lot of important days in a person's life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the day that they get married to their soulmate. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. There's the day that they find out that they're having kids, possibly. Yeah. I'm not saying that's every person. You know, go on your own journey, but, like, that's my my life. Yeah. And then there's the day that after a horribly long wait of two unbelievably long years. <laughs> two years. They find out that their dream has become reality and Crime Scene Kitchen Season 2 does exist, and it's happening in a, two weeks. Yeah. So we yeah, we literally just saw the commercial, like, two days ago, and we are like, okay, we're doing a podcast right now. Yes, it was like, we must make yeah, this podcast so immediately. This is the turnaround we're talking about, so if this is shoddy, uh, that's why. Uh, exactly. We, there was no forethought put into this. Yes. Uh, but, but I just checked the Wikipedia... And I don't know how we missed this, because I felt like we kept looking over and over and over again. And this says that it the second season was announced last year. And I'm what? like, how did we miss it? Uh, I feel May... like we've checked once a month for two years. That's what least. I thought. On May 16th, 2022, <gasps> it was announced that the series had been renewed for second season, which will premiere June 5th, 2023, after originally being planned to premiere on May 22nd, 2023. So it almost... We almost... You know. Oh my god, if we had missed today's it. Today's the 18th. We almost missed it. Oh my god. Um, then this podcast would have been even poorer quality. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. So, uh, very, very excited. So, yeah. The general plan is we're going to watch it with you all summer. Then we'll go back and we'll watch season one with you again. And even though we've seen it like five times through already. Yes, we have shown it to everyone we know. Every time someone comes over to our house, our question is, have you seen Crime Scene Kitchen and would you like something to drink? Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> That part's important. Yeah, and uh, have to be good hosts. And yes. then we make them sit down and watch all of Crime Scene Kitchen, which is a totally reasonable thing to do as hosts. And if they don't watch all of it, they're dead to us. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So so after season, after we go through season two with you, we'll go back through season one with you. Uh, and, uh, we're very, very excited to, to go on this journey with you, uh, and watch these shows. So let's talk more about the show itself, right? Yes. So Crime Scene Kitchen, every episode is broken down into two rounds. There, it starts with the dessert round and then the showpiece round. Uh, so, uh, what, what do they do? What do they do when they first start out? Do you want to tell us? Oh, the, uh. How the the game kind of starts. As far as the crime scene part? Yeah. So, okay, here's where the crime scene comes into Crime Scene Kitchen. And this is what makes it different from literally every other cooking show. And we love cooking shows. We'll we talk love more about, cooking We'll talk shows. more about that in the future, too, but go ahead. Absolutely. And this won't be our only cooking show-based podcast, but it will be the most important one, probably. <laughs> um, so... Okay, the crime scene part is sort of like an escape room, like Nick said. So basically, the whole point of it is they go into the, quote, crime scene kitchen. And this kitchen, there wasn't an actual crime scene. There's no, <laughs> there's not like blood spatter, you know. There was a crime of baking. A crime of baking. 
uh, it was a baking accident. Yes. So, um, so what they're looking for are clues to what someone baked. And they're going to be looking for all kinds of things, like looking for crumbs of things, you know, like crumb shoes. Um, and looking for uh, little tiny bits of melted chocolate or mm-hmm. whatever. And looking for what they looking in the dishwasher so basically it's like a working kitchen Mm -hmm. this crime scene kitchen they look through the trash can they look through the sink they see if like oh there's a glader in the sink maybe they use that for something Mm -hmm. they look in the uh in the dishwasher like oh there's some cake pans does that mean this theoretical baker made a cake right um, so they're trying to get all kinds of clues. Sometimes they're... And they only have three minutes, which I think it's is short. It's not long. I think it's really short. I hope they increase it this year, but go I on. do too. Yes, it's very... Like, imagine when you go through one of the rooms in an escape room. Yeah. You need longer than three minutes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And it's teams of two. Yes. So it's not... You don't have a lot of people to cover all the ground. You just have to get the clues you can while you're there. Um... Yeah, so each team goes through the crime scene kitchen trying to find clues. Yeah, so based on those clues, you deduce what was baked. Then you go back to your team's own personal kitchen, and there are six identical, like, little mini kitchens that have everything they need uh, to make whatever it is they think was the mystery dessert. Yes. Uh, and they give them, what, an hour and a half, I want to say, for most of them. It might have varied based right. on the difficulty. It probably, yeah, I think it, it's based on the Yeah, maybe for the show piece round they gave them more. But about an hour and a half to two hours uh, to reproduce that dessert. And they're judged first on, did they get it, was it accurate? Which is such a big thing. Yes. So Accuracy different from first. any other show. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And that, yeah, that's, uh, you know, and again, it's a very different show. But, like, sometimes in other competitions, like... Um, you know, people will too often get rewarded for doing something too easy, you know? Yes. You know, um, but they skate by in the first few rounds. But this right. one, you you know, you have to make the right dish every time. Like that, you know? Yes, <laughs> I love that. So, uh, you know, no matter what it is. And they, and they did a very nice job throughout the competition of the first few episodes were relatively easier desserts. Oh, well. I can't bake any of them, but it got it definitely got harder, and the clues got more sophisticated the further they went in. Absolutely, and um, like the you really see mm-hmm. not just there there's like reasoning skills, mm-hmm. deductive reasoning, mm-hmm. but there's also they're showing off their pastry knowledge. Yeah, oh, uh, they so. they there's some encyclopedic minds, especially the ones that that go deep as far as like what their knowledge is, and it's just so impressive to watch and. And play along at home. That's the greatest oh. thing about it. Because, you know, everyone loves cooking shows. Or, or most people love cooking shows. I mean, there's a reason the genre does so well. is because everyone eats, right? Like, not everyone likes certain types of music, certain types of dance or whatever. And, and you know, other, or other, you know, competition series. Everyone eats. Everyone can identify with that. That's why we love cooking shows. So... But the but you can't play along at home. You don't at the end of the day. You don't get to taste it. You don't get to smell it. You mm. just see it and you hear what other people say about it. This is the only cooking show that I know of where you can play along at home and guess what the dessert is because they do not tell you until the reveal at the end of the round and they reveal who is correct what the actual dessert was supposed to be. 
that's the only time they tell you definitively it was this. Now, you know, some in some of the rounds, like every team or every team but one gets it. So it's like, okay, you can be fairly sure. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, but other times no one has any idea yeah. until the end. Which and is that's really cool. so fun. Oh, it's so exciting. It's I so love exciting. it. So and I, I don't cook, I don't bake. Christine's a wonderful baker. Oh, thank um, you. but I don't cook, I don't bake at all, so I'm just a complete um layman just watching not not having and any idea but just being someone who's enthusiastic about food and, and just guessing um but back to the judging so first criteria is accuracy and then of course taste uh is seems to be almost as important i would say i i would say they emphasize accuracy yes but i would say accuracy is, really is number one and yeah. close behind yeah. is taste and presentation is important. Pre- taste presentation yeah. texture all that all that sort of standard stuff um so uh and yeah that that's basically it so they go through the first round the dessert round usually slightly easier uh uh dessert to figure out they recreate that they're judged uh no one is eliminated in that first round it's the first just the first half of the episode uh and then whoever does the best in that first round gets a clue in the second round an extra bonus clue um, to help them decipher what the showpiece is in the second round, the harder trip to the, the crime scene kitchen. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, someone, uh, one of the teams is eliminated based on performance. Um, so, um, yeah, so season one, very interesting time. So we've already talked about this was came out in May of 2021, I want to say. Yeah, May of 2021 is the pilot. Um and from what I'm reading, and I can't find too much, I think it was filmed not too long before that. Mm. Now, think about 2021, early 2021. We're still in the COVID-19 pandemic. We are Things are just opening back up. People are just starting to go back to work. And Hollywood, obviously, uh, you know, a lot, still, it's, um, it's early 2023 as we're recording this. And I still, you still see like people wearing masks, like behind the scenes on recording studios. Like if you, you know, see pictures posted from any movies or TV. So think 2021, this is probably one of the first shows that's being produced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic. So because of that, I I think the format, the elimination format they used was specific to that. And now they may bring it back. Um uh but they may not so let me so i'll explain this um or do you want to explain it? i've been talking a lot oh um i i feel like you're gonna be better at explaining <laughs> an elimination format that's true i love tournaments i am yeah I, i'm not into bracketology as much i do I, I do love tournaments yes so um so there are 12 teams in the competition you, in the first episode you only see six of the teams at the end of that first episode one of those teams is eliminated in episode two, we see six completely different teams from the, from the first episode. And then one of those teams is eliminated. And then episode three went back to the first group. There were five left, go down to four, and so on and so on. And then after each of those groups was down to three, those two groups merged into one and created the final six. What they called the quarterfinals. And then again, they eliminated it down to five, down to four. They took four into the finale uh and oh yes uh i won't say anything else from there but uh obviously we ended up with one winner (laughs) there was a winner uh you know uh, a winning team of two a winning team of two um so that was the format which i really enjoyed actually yeah um it helped you know a lot of times in early weeks of a of a cooking competition 
the first few people out really get lost in the mix. What do you think about that? Absolutely. Yeah, like, when you start with, like, 18 people all together, you kind of don't remember anyone that was in the first four or five eliminations. Absolutely. So this was, like, even though this scene, at first I was like, what is this content? <laughs> who are these chuckleheads in the second episode? I'm kidding, they're not chuckleheads. I was just like, who are these people? But um, it actually, you're right, it makes each team stick in your memory better absolutely you got yeah. yeah so with in each episode with only six teams you get to know them better mm-hmm. and even the ones who went out early we got a good sense of who they were and why they didn't make the cut and More screen like, time for each yeah yeah because like i'm i'm so weird like i you know in reality shows like i always want i always hope that there's a good reason for someone to be eliminated. Oh, like, absolutely. like I, I don't want someone to go out and they got robbed for some reason. Like, yes. either, like, something was unfair or just bad luck or whatever. Yeah. You know, I want I want the right winner because, you know, people give up so much of their lives for this. And for some people, it is huge. I mean, it's, it's not just the money. Uh, it's the opportunity. It's that they've devoted so much of themselves to, uh, to doing this, to baking... Um, or whatever it is, uh, you know, so you want to see the right decision get made. Um, and, uh, that's, yeah, we, we have a lot more reality shows to cover in the future, I'm sure, but that's, oh my goodness. that's something yes. I'm always looking for. So, you know, this kind of a format, I think really lent itself to, to getting the, getting the best people at the end. And I thought that, uh, the people who made it really far along last season were very deserving. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like um, we got a much better sense of everyone, and mm-hmm. it ended up being very fair. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, and but the funny thing is, and I, you know, just kudos to good editing uh, on Fox's part. The people who made the the finals, we only saw them in six different episodes, right? Because we That's didn't see true. them. That's true. Yeah. In, in, in what I call pool play, like if if you like. Uh, uh, like World Cup soccer, there's pool play where you fight. Where they kind play of a, in the pool, right? <laughs> they splash around in the pool. Mm-hmm. Have a splash I know fight. a lot about sports. <laughs> no, pool is in a group of other teams. So, like in the World Cup, there's a pool of four teams, and you play a round robin among those four teams, and then the top two go on to the knockout tournament, right? Oh, okay. so I, I in my mind, I kind of called the crime scene kitchen format pool play because they were, you know fighting amongst themselves within their own pool. Right. And then trying to make it to the, the quarterfinals. You know, I love among that. Among the best teams. I never thought about it that way. That's yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. I like so, that a lot. Yeah. But back to my original point, are they going to keep that format? I don't know. Like, now that you talk <laughs> about it, I'm like, oh, I, I love that format and I want them to keep it. So right. I really hope they do. I mean... I will say, like, the the kitchen, so each team has their own little kitchen, like you said. Yeah. And, like, the kitchens are really cute and they're colorful. Yeah. And, um, and they're completely walled off from each other. Yes, because so, you don't want to accidentally give clues to your opponents. Right. So and it's very smart. They're not, like, right next to each other. Like, you can kind of hear stuff. Um, like, there's one time that there was, like, an audio clue that someone could hear, but that was about it. But for one time in nine episodes, That's not like, bad. aside from that, yeah, they have no idea what they're, what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, honestly, if I were, like, a producer at Fox, I would be like, 
it saves money on these fabulous little mini kitchens if we only do six at a time right. or whatever. Right. So, I mean, I would keep with it. Yeah. 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 So the question is, this: this format that was likely born out of pandemic, will they keep it? Will they go to something else? I don't know. Um, I, I'm excited to see where they go, whatever they do. Uh, Absolutely. Because they nailed that season one. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm ready to go on the journey. Yeah. Absolutely. And who are we going on the journey with? Who are the th- Who's the hosts and the judges, Christine? Okay. Who do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with, let's start with the host, man. <laughs> let's start with the greatest host of all time. Joel McHale. Yay! From one of our favorite sitcoms community. Yes. Um, he's also on Animal Control now on yeah, Fox, we which we've not seen. But we need to check I'm that out. I'm kind of scared there will be some manner of animal I might be scared of. But, you do? Uh, you are scared of about half of the animal kingdom? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, they just, they, they've got a lot of fur. <laughs> like, wear a coat. <laughs> Um, that's like whenever I see an animal, I'm like, wear a coat. No, I'm just like, I'm so allergic to animals that even watching them on TV just makes me hivey. So, um, anyway, Joel McHale, uh, so he is just, you know, he, he did the soup. Yeah. Uh, did you watch any of that? I, I watched it for a while. I think I saw a little bit when, was House Marks the host? I think I saw. I don't know who that is. Him as the host. He was the host of the soup, and uh, and I think I saw Joel McHale on it a little bit, but not much. We won't get off too much on the soup here. I watched it mostly during the Greg Kinnear days. Oh, see, I totally didn't even know he did it till later. He was really funny. He's so. So great. then, when I saw him doing like serious movies, I was like, "What? That is such a crazy job." Yeah, but he's wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joel McHale is. But Joel McHale's, yeah. Everyone hilarious. from Community, other than Chevy Chase, is just amazing. <laughs> and Chevy Chase is an incredible comedian, comedy legend, hilarious. Doesn't seem to be the best of human beings. Not necessarily a great person. Um, you know. But he was amazing on the show. Um, I I don't want to take anything away from yeah. him professionally. Yeah, but Joel McHale, star of Community, um, and really, you know, brings that that kind of energy to a lot of stuff he does. That kind of. I don't know. How do you describe it? Like, cool guy, hipster? Yeah, it's like a little snide. Yeah. But in a way that is not mean-spirited. Yeah, and still self-aware. Very self-aware. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, not cool. Right. But, yeah. like, I'm the coolest guy in the room. And Exit, Without and it being, like, insulting. Gorgeous and dress amazing. And oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if he ever takes his shirt off on the show, like, that's fine. You know, it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, uh, but he is hilarious in the show. He, um, he he's not a baking person either and, like, points to the fact that, like, he doesn't doesn't know these things, but he's so, he's so quick-witted, just yes, hilarious, just charming. Like, he, like, when he's with the contestants and just, like, off the cuff, he's very, very quick, but then he has a lot of, like, canned jokes, too, like, coming back from break that are... Well, not canned jokes, but like prepared jokes. Right. Coming back yeah. from commercial break or whatever that are just so good. Um yeah. So, uh, perfect, perfect host. He's also hosted Card Sharks. Uh, oh my gosh, I forgot the, about Card the Sharks. Re- the reboot of that ca- classic game show. We he's watched just, a little bit of that. He's so charming. Great, yeah. So, um, great. I think he's an executive producer on this. So That makes um, sense. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. 
And the judges. Who else we got? Oh, so the judges. Okay, yeah. so we have Curtis Stone, mm-hmm. um, who I'm sure that you've seen. Uh, I should have looked up some of the titles of shows he's done. Well, there are two things that we know him from. So we should we just talk about Oh those? my gosh, yes! <laughs> yes, I forgot one of them. <laughs> so he's a, he's a chef, world-famous chef. He's Australian. Uh, and uh, I think... Probably the first thing we saw him on was, or was it, yeah, I think the first thing we saw him on was America's Next Great Restaurant. Was that what it was yes, called? Which yes, which was uh, dearly departed. It was a great reality show about someone who may or may not have a cooking background, but more than anything just wants to make a restaurant, has a passion about a certain culinary point of view that they want to bring to the world. The other thing we did, we used to watch and... We apologize We're in advance. We're so sorry, world. That this we was pre twenty fifteen. We did not know. We did used to watch The Apprentice. Yes. And Celebrity Apprentice. We were not aware of the monstrosity that was hosting it. We did not know. And we, yeah. We did not know, but now we know. Obviously, we've not watched since. But Curtis Stone uh, went deep on oh, a, on, he a, did, on an up, on a season of Celebrity Apprentice. Yeah. So we saw him a lot on there too. And again, just seems like a nice, very nice. Competent leader in that one. But I will Um, say, you know, the editing of that show can make anyone look better than they are as a human being. That's Curtis Stone. That's what we know about Curtis Stone. Uh, And and we liked him in this series as well. Oh, yeah. He seems great. Yeah. And I feel like uh, I've seen him on other series on Food Network. Honestly, they all kind of blend together. So I'm not sure what it was, but I we can I, talk about more in the future. Too. Yes, we can yeah. we can research. Assuming he's on this season, I haven't seen oh, the gosh, confirmation. Oh gosh, I hope so. I think he did great. Um, I I I think it's all great the way it is. Yeah, because yes. yeah, because uh, he's he's a little more. He I mean he's not the flashiest guy, but you have Joel McHale who's constantly funny. So like you don't exactly. need exactly you don't you you know it's okay to have one of the presenters that's a little more reserved too. Or Absolutely a more serious. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and then our other judge is Yolanda Gamble. Yes. And we had never heard of her before we saw the show um, because we were not super active on like YouTube type of stuff at the time. But if you haven't heard of Yolanda Gamble, she is incredible. She has these amazing videos on YouTube. Um, you can watch her make the most insane cakes, like more insane than I could ever imagine. Um, like, you know, baking shows a lot have, like, all these incredible things that people can do. She takes everything to a totally different level. Yeah, um, and she does a lot of, like, imitation cakes, right? Yes. So it looks, it's something that looks like something else. Yes. I think the one that most stuck with us is the how, or no, it's a red chili, chili pepper. Red chili pepper. That yeah. It, I mean, it looks like a giant red chili pepper, but it looks just like it. It even has it's that perfect. that uh, shine yes. to it. I mean, And if yeah. you watch the, like the YouTube videos obviously don't show the entire time she's working on it. They just cut it to like the, you know, the best, quickest bits. Mm-hmm. But like the detail she puts into making the shading and the shine just mm-hmm. perfectly accurate is just mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she made one that was like uh, a stacked cake pie, cake pie. Oh, and then it's that. all covered in like fondant. And it was so amazing. Like, <laughs> I mean, just just look her up. Yeah. She's yeah. a genius. Yolanda Gamp, G-A-M-P-P. Uh, and I wonder what that 
she's Hispanic, I believe. Oh, okay. I, I, I think. I think you're right. Uh, yes. But I, I'm curious about, uh, she still does not have a wiki page. So like she. What? You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, so maybe that'll change this season. I don't know. Uh, so I don't know what, uh, I, I'm just curious the etymology of the last name Gamp. Yeah, uh, I've never G- heard that yeah, name. Yeah, G-A-M-P-P, but I, I believe she's Hispanic, I'm not sure. I think you're right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll continue learning more about her and, and she goes on to, uh, uh, do more things like this, because she's a great host. I think oh, she's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, I kind of, she's not officially the head judge, but in my head she In is. my heart. Yes. Yeah. 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 She's fantastic. And I think she gives very detailed critiques. Yeah. And and she and she she's a baker. Too. He's a chef. Like, right. Like, it's a different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they both bring a lot, but uh, she is absolutely glorious. Uh, yeah. And she always wears amazing dresses, right? Oh my god, her fashion, mm-hmm. y'all. You know, you could just watch her for the fashion <laughs> if you're not into. I mean, how could you not be into the concept of the show though? But her fashion is just glorious yeah. always. Yeah. So we're excited to see them back. I do think they, from the way they talk, it seems like the two of them do devise, or at least a big part of devising the, the mysteries, challenges. the challenges. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, certainly their uh their culinary bona fides uh, are there. Um. And they're the two judges, so they always have. There's like not like a tiebreaker if uh, judge if you know that's there was true. an issue. Like they always have to decide among the two of them. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, only other thing is they're occasionally guest stars as well. And I don't know if they actually get a deciding vote at all, but uh there have been some guest celebrities on as well. Uh, uh, maybe they have. I feel like maybe they were allowed to pick their favorite in some occa- on some occasions. Yeah, yeah. But and I'm not sure if that was always the case or if I'm just imagining it entirely. Yeah, and we'll go over that more when we get when we go back through season one. Absolutely. And season two, I'm certainly hoping there's guest stars again this season. I thought it added a lot. It, it wasn't like... I loved like, the guest stars. Yeah, they used them very well. And yes. they, they would typically use them just in one round, not in both rounds, uh, which I thought, I think was smart to make it still about the show, the process, and the competitors, and not make it all about the the guests Guest for that star. one episode. And you get it, yeah, like, they're not always, sometimes they're chefs, mm-hmm. sometimes they're, you know, actors. Yeah. So, like, an actor probably, no matter how wonderful an actor they are and how much we love them, probably shouldn't get a deciding vote in the last, you know, in the show piece <laughs> round, right? Right, right? So, like, yeah, I think I completely agree. I think no guest judges in the big, like, elimination rounds yeah. is generally a good policy. Yeah. Um, especially on a show like this that requires so much specialized knowledge. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, yeah, I loved, loved the use of guest stars last time. Looking forward to more... Um, Fox Network tie-ins. Oh, yes. I know. I love the cross-promotion synergy. Absolutely. Got to have that. Yeah. So, um, so that's the show. I mean, what what is your... Is there any one thing... Again, we're not doing specifics right now. We're spoiler-free. But is there any one more thing you can point to that you would just love about this show? I think that... Um, okay, two things. So one... I'll give you one. No, I'm going to give you two. <laughs> <laughs> um you can just edit out one of them later actually i'm gonna edit it so i'll edit one out um so the first thing is and it's kind of touching on what we've already talked about it is a combination of an escape room and a baking show 
So we watch a lot of cooking shows. We watch a lot of baking shows. My favorite thing is always baking because I understand baking so much better than I understand cooking. Um, you know, like I can make spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> it's not homemade. You make great spaghetti. Gordon Ramsay would like it, you know. <laughs> uh, we like Gordon Ramsay shows a lot too. So we'll have series on Frozen. <laughs> I know. It's rotten. <laughs> More uh, that way. I blew it out. Um, I'm just gonna do that all the time. I get so excited. Uh, but um, so the fact that it's strictly baking, I love. The fact that it's escape room, I love. Those are two things we super love. I will say, like one thing that really takes it over the top for me is the fact that since you get to guess along with the bakers. I am someone who makes uh, with our six-year-old a lot. We make, uh, I used to make some more, try to make ambitious things. That was more like 10 or 15 years ago, though. It's not just since we had a kid. Uh, But like, you know, I would say at a certain point, I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just make chocolate chip cookies over and over again because I don't even need to look at the recipe for those. You know, it takes like 30 minutes. We're good. Um, so we make a lot of cookies, cupcakes, and very simple cakes. Um, but, uh, as someone who watches a ton of baking shows, I have a lot of pastry and baked good knowledge. Now, that knowledge hasn't transferred into me making, you know, shoe dough or, um, like, rough puff or anything like that um but like i can watch the shows and feel like i have an okay chance of guessing along at least through the first half of the you know the first set of challenges right so like i think that takes it even more over the edge for me because it's that kind of like oh i feel like i know this one and like oh i think this is right like having being able to make educated guesses um, based on the baking knowledge I have through osmosis. So that's what takes it over the edge for me, because it's escape game, guessing game, baking competition. How about you? Um, so is that both ears all rolled up into that answer? Yeah, it was really just one weird... <laughs> Mega answer. Collage, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of hand in hand uh, with what you're saying is... Again, for me, I'm completely untrained in, in the culinary sciences, but um, I love game shows. I've loved game shows all my life, and I love um, a couple of things about them. One, uh, the play-along-at-home aspect, um, you know, and again, we love cooking shows, but there's nothing I can do actively while I'm watching them except just watch and admire but in this one, you can be an active participant. And even on our second, third watch throughs, like it's fun to like replay the clues in your head and and really think, should I have gotten that the first time? And yes. and 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 see see, oh, that's it's so obvious now, you know. Oh yes, um, replayability. So, yeah, that's absolutely, huge. absolutely. So uh, yeah, which a lot of cooking competitions don't have. Absolutely, like, I would not. Ne- yeah. never watch another a season of Top Chef that I already watched. No, we are. Yeah, we yeah. already know. Um, so. Uh, so yeah, so the, the game show factor of, of playing along at home and being an engaged participant in it, uh, from your couch. Um, and then two, you know, when a game show is really done, really, really done right. And not, 
not uh not going too far away trying to make things over dramatic in a way that modern game shows do like okay let's 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 encourage this person to be melodramatic for an hour for a million dollars but like i said before let's really follow these this person's journey because they have been baking their entire lives and this is so meaningful to them and knowing um, how bad they want it and how much it would give them a chance to do this professionally if they won the competition. Um, when a game show does that right, it's wonderful. Um, and when you combine both of those elements, uh, you have a show that can can run for years. Um, so I'm I'm excited. Uh, you know, again, we didn't we didn't have a crime scene kitchen 2022. We're so happy that it's back. So happy. Season two uh, is taking place here in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, and <laughs> Our Lord Joel McHale. <laughs> Praise be upon his name. Um, uh, so yeah, we're just excited it's back. And we're excited to experience it with all of you. And uh, I guess we'll talk briefly. I don't, we don't want to go too much into specifics, but we mentioned earlier, this is Power Team Studios. Because this isn't the only podcast we're going to make. We have other things we're going to do. So even if you don't necessarily take this journey with us, we have other fun things we're really excited about. And I hope, if nothing else, you get that we are very excitable people. Absolutely. That's the first trade I'm picking the Sims. (laughs) We are passionate about the things that we love. And there are other things that we are excited to share in the future. Uh, so, uh, you may want to put this in now, you may want to edit it in later, so I'll just tell you, ask you now, our social media guru, where can they follow us on, uh, Power Team on, on socials? So, um, you know what? I'm gonna get back to you. Okay, get back to us. Because, uh, I would like to set up the social channels for Crumb Shoes too, probably. Yes. So, folks listening at home, Christine's gonna talk about those things now. All right. To find Crumb Shoes on all of your social medias, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all at Crumb Shoes. That is C-R-U-M as in Mary, B as in boy, S-H-O-E-S. Get it? Like gum shoes? And you can also find Power Team Studios on Facebook and Instagram at Power Team Studios. Also, check out my social media pages for my upcoming web series about baristas played by dolls. It's called Welcome to Mermaid Coffee. You can find that on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. So all of those are going to be at Welcome to Mermaid Coffee, except Twitter, which will be at Welcome to MC. Hey, and while we've got you here, we just want to let you know a few opportunities for you to help support this new network called Power Team Studios. First is our Patreon. If you want to subscribe and become a member of Power Team Studios, there's several ways you can do that. Patreon at Power Team Studios. We've got three different membership tiers you can join us at. At the Little Crumb Shoes level, that's the $3 tier, and you'll have our undying support. That's $3 a month, uh, and you get a big air hug from us, and we will love you so, so, so much. Thank you for helping support our content. At the $5 tier, that is Mermaid Coffee Regulars. And not only do you get that undying support and that big air hug, but we'll shout you out on the show, and thank you so much for being a contributor. 
And at the $7 level, that makes you a full power teammate. And I'm so excited about this. You get the air hug, the appreciation, of course. We'll shout you out on the podcast. And everyone at this level will be entered into a drawing once a month. The winner of that drawing gets to choose their prize. It is either a virtual online chess lesson from me, Nick. I'm very good at chess. Or an online virtual baking live baking session with Christine. And she's a great baker and she would love to bake something with you. So every single month, everyone that's at that $7 tier gets in that drawing. So definitely take advantage of that. If that's something you can do uh, on a monthly basis, again, that would help us so, so much. We're so excited about growing this network. We have so many things on the horizon. Christine already told you about Mermaid Coffee. There's a lot more to come. Another way you can support us and support yourself as well is Crumbotrons. If you want to get an ad here on the show, all you have to do is email us crumbshoes at gmail.com and let us know what you're looking for. We are doing $15 for a personal ad. Maybe you want to shout someone out and say happy birthday or happy anniversary or hey, what's up? How's it going? Well, maybe not that last part because... Like, they wouldn't really be able to respond to you because it's a podcast and it's an audio medium and that's not really how it works. But still, you can shout someone out and send someone a nice loving message and we'll read it for you here on our very podcast. Or maybe you have a business business you want to plug. We are doing commercial ads as well for only $30. We We have to like your product. We have to try it out. But once it gets the Nick and Christine seal of approval... You're on the show. So uh, if you're interested in either of those opportunities, email us, crumbshoes at gmail.com, and uh, we're excited to talk to you. All right, back to the show. All right, so anything else? Um, I just piggybacking off what you said, I I love what you said about Thank the, you. the fact that everything you've ever said is gold. Holla. Um, but uh, I love what you said about the fact that the drama in this show comes from the actual human beings in the contest and um, just learning about them, then talking about themselves, not this constant back and forth of, what would this mean to you kind of like just the big or like the the pauses that oh my gosh modern game shows mm. i cannot stand it like yeah. the super long pauses that it's just um yes yeah, manipulative yeah. yes very. i hate it and yeah, yeah this show is not i don't I don't feel like it exploits people in the same way that those shows do. Now, I understand that a lot of times those people are willing participants sure. in the kind of thing because they're going to profit from it and nothing wrong with that, more power to them. But I love that that's not here. Yeah. Um, and I love that the one element that really is like, this is dramatic, is the reveal of the dessert uh, that they were trying to figure out, which they do twice an episode for the first round and the second round. Mm-hmm. And that is like, it is like a big suspense moment. And I feel like they earn it. Yeah. And I also feel like Joel McHale always adds this sort of levity and also a sort of self-deprecating slash like self-aware 
like, isn't Hollywood ridiculous kind of <laughs> quality? And I think that's what makes him so versatile. Yeah. Um, as, you know, like, he was amazing acting in Community, which is a very, you know, tongue-in-cheek show that pokes fun at a lot of different things, um, but still has earnestness. And also great at, like, The Soup, where, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, like, this country is insane. <laughs> um, so uh, I I just think... It's just the best of all worlds. I just think it's the best show. Just perfect idea, perfect execution all the way around. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, we hope you'll join us on this journey uh, again. Um, it's a great show. Uh, and um, uh, I'm just really excited. I'm really excited. And I think I you probably already announced it earlier when you talked about the social medias. But uh, at the very least, we can tell them our email, right? Oh, absolutely. Crumbshoes. Yes. At gmail gmail.com or so, gmail that's if like. c-r-u-m-b s-h-o-e-s crumb shoes like gum shoes it's like crumbs. gum shoes you guys if you haven't gotten the pun at this point uh stick with us you'll get that <laughs> yeah but yeah uh email us uh let us know what you think of this episode let us oh, know yeah. what you want to hear about this upcoming season uh and uh or just discussion talk back from anything we've talked about so far this episode uh we want this to be a dialogue with you so feel free to shoot us a message and let us know your thoughts and uh we're all gonna have a great time together this season awesome yeah and tell us like i want to hear from some other crime scene kitchen super fans yeah we looked for crime scene podcasts online and I am in complete shock that we did not see a single one. Now, we're the first. Maybe they exist, but they're not anywhere I can find them. So I'm pretty sure we're the first, which is like, I know there have to be other mega super fans out there who have yeah. shown this to literally everyone they know. Yeah. Um. So f- fangirls, fanboys. Fan non-binary friends. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, fan, fan, fanimals. Fanimals! <laughs> I love it. Uh, get the word out. Get the yeah. word out. Yeah. Send this. Send send this link to a friend and say, "Hey, this was fun. Take this journey with me this summer, 2023 on Fox." Yes, and uh, we just want to let you all know. Thank you so much for listening. You are all crumbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellow crumb shoes. We're gonna call it a night. Bye. 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 I'll say it one more time.